Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everybody, Garth Brooks here. And the Garth Brooks Stadium Show is coming home to Nashville. On sale happens in seven minutes. Swipe up. Yeah, the swipe up thing is such a weird choice. The ASMR type swipe up. Ooh, whoa. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to After Dark. Of course, we love having you. We love the emails. We've got them. We love the voicemails at 818-253-1693. And, of course, the uh, emails you can send them in to drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. And uh, merch coming. Merch coming. We'll look for those announcements. Check the merch site, ymh.store.ymhstudios.com. Uh, I'm never going to learn that one. Yeah, <laughs> with lots of interesting merch coming our way. I can't tell you how excited I am for that stuff. I, I, I understand. And you should all translate that as, I'm going to be particularly humiliated. That's how you should translate Nadav's. I, they're, they're shrouding it from me. They've shown me some sort of stuff that's coming. Uh, I was uh, had to shield my eyes looking at it. Nadav is excited. I'm going to be humiliated. You're going to be happy. Everyone's going to be happy because when I'm humiliated, it seems like people enjoy the show. So, uh, hello, my kings and queens above 18. The, the people of many different countries regularly deworm themselves. Regularly deworm themselves. That's true. Uh, un, it's Not Americans don't. Right. We don't. Uh, due to clean water. That's true. And less people drinking from random bodies of water. Random bo- Less people drinking from random bodies of water that people have shit in. The important thing is you must have shit in that water. Um, now, that's the only thing that'll make you sick in a random body of water. Uh, there is leptospirosis and those other viruses and things you can get, but the deworming, the worms are from people shitting in the water. Uh, some of the worms require the soil for their life cycle, like strongyloides and things like that. You actually get them through your feet, believe it or not. Um, but it's all about poor sanitation. Now, I want to warn everybody in California that we have a lovely thing that we do here, which is we allow homeless people to pee and shit in the streets. Then we wash it down into the river, and most of the time, it bypasses sewage treatment. So we have a circumstance here in California where the local rivers, which no one would ever drink out of anyway, can I get an amen on that? Yeah, I've never drank out of it. Right, you never drank out of that. Uh, but it's going to the ocean, and if you are swimming in that water, you could get some of this lovely stuff. But we tend not to have a lot of it in this country. So it's not just it's Shigella, Salmonella, viruses, worm, Ascaris being the common one, Strongyloides, all these lovely things. Wait. Chinese liver flukes, all kinds of cool stuff. Did I hear you right? Did you say poo water makes into the ocean? Poo water goes directly to the ocean in Los Angeles without treatment much of the time, especially when it rains. So is yes. that is that how like is there just hepatitis, like a, oh. amoeba? Yeah, that's way worse than what I was going to say. I'm like, how does everyone in LA not have pink eye? 
Oh no, it's not that. But yeah, I could do a little bit of that too, I suppose. But but you have to be swimming where the stuff is getting into the ocean and stuff, which is pretty easy. Where are the Save the Bay people? Where are you people? What's going on? What are we going to do? <laughs> Eradicate the poop. What are we going to do? Vote Dr. Drew. Let's go. You know what's interesting? I, I didn't realize this would strike such a chord with, with any, but I should have realized that anything about poo, he, he can't handle. But he started chanting and singing. Is. Started chanting and singing. That's a good, it's a good. He's turning it. He's turning it. It's good. He says it even when you're not here, Drew. Says what? To vote Dr. Drew. Good. I'm, 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 well, I, the poo and the Drew, it's all going together now. It's all coming together. Uh, all right. I assume some of that is due to the clean water, blah, blah, blah. A few questions. Should Americans regularly deworm? No. Uh, is there any risk of complications from a round of Paragard or equivalent? <laughs> um, look, there's all this weird stuff going around about ivermectin now and its uh, antiviral activities, and there's uh, enough on people. <laughs> you can't even get your hands on that stuff now. Pharmacies won't even... <laughs> won't even uh, issue it because they're fearful you're going to use it as an antiviral. So um, don't do that. It, do everything under doctor's supervision. Please, everybody, please. Hey, Hitler, I have a question pertaining to psychotic breaks. Simple question, as, as is the custom here. Uh, on multiple occasions, I lost touch with reality. Signed, Fed Smoker. No, this is but this is what happened to him. Uh, I would find myself in a hospital thinking I was dying from some unknown medical issue where my body was turning into jelly. On another occasion, I was hiding in my room trying to let the voices take over. Meth is a lovely drug, everyone. I'm sober now. I was scared so bad that I just stopped. Good. Question is, will my mental state be fine or will I run into issues later in life? Thank you. Actually, a very important question. You can precipitate bipolar disorder with meth. You can also precipitate mood disturbances of various type. You can uh, also have memory problems later on, short-term memory problems from meth. Uh, meth is a terrible drug, everybody. It's look, it, it it's it is the I've gone from being worried about opiates, which I still maintain a high degree of concern about, to methamphetamine, which is being manufactured in such massive quantities. Because look, fentanyl and meth don't require you to grow poppies. You just you can get it. You can get the chemicals in a uh, essentially a you know. Easy, auto, let's not give away recipes. Automotive repair shop, things like that. And and, and it's just very, very, very concerning for me. All right, uh, everybody good in the booth? Everybody good? I jumped right into some emails. I'm sorry I didn't check in with you guys. No, we're we'll always them. good, dude. Love to have you here. Good. Hell yeah, I'm doing some meth, doing some <laughs> blow, you know what it is. Doing it all, you ever, Have you ever done meth? No, hell no. Uh, blow? Yeah, I, yeah, of course. I, I know, who has? I know a guy. I know a guy who happens to. I know a guy. No, I, I did. I um, had a strange experience. Oh, listen to this. Ooh. Um, Do pray tell. This is this is um, a story about medical marijuana. I thought you guys would like. Um, so my wife, I forget why she got one of those little vape pens, and I thought I want to try this stuff. Now, the first time I tried, I think I told you guys, uh, it did like zero. I kept going back to it going, I don't feel... I, how, I, how long ago was this? Maybe a month or six weeks ago, something like that. And I and literally... one of the pens? Yeah, one of the pen kind of things. It's like a little flat kind of pen-like thing. Mm -hmm. And um, and I did feel a little like immobilized, like my motor activity was down a little bit. But I was using it to try to go to sleep. But she got some stuff, I don't know what it is, that is supposed to help you go to sleep. And holy shit... That stuff just just leveled me. I and I, I had a better Hell night's yeah. sleep. But wait a minute, the story gets more involved. I had a better night's sleep than I have from melatonin, which is something I often have to take. But then the next night, which was last night, I was up all night. 
I couldn't sleep, which was very weird, very, very strange for me. And I, I figured it has to have something to do with the, the cannabis. Yeah, you're not smoking enough weed. I'm not smoking enough weed. That's it. That's the problem. But it, so, so at first I was thinking, wow, I could get behind this stuff. This seems like a better way than many ways that people need to have help with sleep. But if it's going to have a rebound on the other side, I don't know. I don't know, gentlemen. Do you have, can you help me? Well, I feel like... Dr. Green Thumb? <laughs> I go by Dr. Nadav, Dr. Uh, Nadav in these parts. But, I mean, wouldn't it... I feel like isn't that how most sleep uh, uh, aids work? Is that yes. if, you use, <clears throat> if you use it to go to sleep yes. and you take it away... Yeah, Me- no shit, you're going to have a hard time yes, going back to sleep. Uh, melatonin doesn't do that, interestingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I prefer to sleep with nothing, but sometimes I can't fall asleep, so I use melatonin. Uh, the benzodiazepine medication doesn't do it after one, like so the the restoral and Ambien and Sonata and all that stuff, they won't do that after one dose. They, they won't the next night give you trouble. If you do it for a week, then you have trouble. So for some trouble reason- Trouble going to sleep? Trouble going to sleep. It, 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 that's why you have to use those on a very time-limited basis. They can use those, you know, if you're not an addict, don't use them if you're an addict, but if you're not an addict, you can use them for a day or two and then be very, very careful after that. But with this, now again, this is a a dose of an N of one. I had one experience, one person with this vape pen or whatever I was using. And it looks like, I'll, I'll do another experiment somewhere down the line where I, I try it again to see if it uh, screws my sleep on the second night again. But uh, you guys haven't had that experience? No, sir, but... And, and again, I'm not advocating for people. We live in the great state of California where this is completely legal. And I thought I had to, I had to know more about this. You know, I had to understand it but better. But you know what I will say is that those pens, yeah. like, in, in terms of regulation and all yeah. that, like, I'm sure they're regulated and all that, but when, 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 you're, when you're vaping a pen, it's really hard to tell what the fuck is actually in there. So what I'd recommend... You get a roll a joint? Yep. Oh. And I personally, Drew, will roll you a year supplies worth of joints that you could just take one head I, off I, of I and don't, go right I, to bed. A year supply may be one joint for me. You'll but, sleep but, for three days, dude. But I, <laughs> I got you. I, but I wonder what they put in it that really did not make me high at all. I was not really aware that I was under the influence of anything. I just went to sleep. So it's kind of interesting. It's all very interesting to me. So we'll, we'll, if they would just do the research on this medication, on this drug, we would know more about what to recommend for people in states like California where it's legal. No. I, I, it, you know, the, the uh, what do they call them, weed tenders here or, or bud tenders? Bud tenders. Mm-hmm. The, they all are full of information. I don't know if that's <laughs> w- well established or not. No, they're not. <laughs> right. That's the point. No, I know. Just, I should go to Dr. Nadal. at dispensaries. I should go to Dr. Nadal. You really should. Look, Drew, I'm telling you, this would be a good YMH original. Let me run you through the gambit of what could work, what won't work on you. When, you know, we'll, we'll do it on a Friday where you ain't got shit to do the next day, and we'll just have a good time, dude. <sighs> I, I don't like – I, I – I worry about getting panic attacks. I got that during college from cannabis, and I worry that I get that again, number one. Don't worry. Dr. Nadav's here. And, and number two, I don't like the high of cannabis. I don't, I don't want to get high. You know what I mean? I know that's hard for you to believe, those of you that really like to love the drug. Hard to imagine, but I don't. Well, I think that there's probably so. a whole bunch of factors and variables. And I mean, you've, you know, uh, uh, when, when you had the panic attacks, was that in college? Yeah. Cool. Enough time has passed. I'd say let's yeah. give it another try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I feel also, like I also a... I, I would say, uh, do you not like the body high or do you not like the mental high? I don't like you know? anything. Uh, the body feeling like which makes you start to go through that panic attack? Is it the, the mental. The mental because mm-hmm. because I just makes me feel it, it. The cannabis as it was back in the seventies, which 
almost doesn't compare, uh, would give me rapid heart rate, hungry, and sort of spinny, panicky. And that was about it. I would not happier. I, I did I sometimes gigglier, but that was about it. Uh, and this thing I did for sleep did none of that and just made me sleep. Well, I think it's been a lot. Maybe we shouldn't refined. have this conversation. I, I know. I understand that. Maybe there's something we should do off the air when we figure out what we're going to do. I'm sure we'll get tons of emails with lots of advice. Um, I tell you what, man. You ever need to stay awake at night? And then I got you, Chief. I what got is that? What is that? Stuff from you. What, what, that's you. all cannabis related? No, <laughs> no. I thought you didn't do no. math. Uh, I don't do math, but I could find it if you need it. I know. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? You talking about Adderall? I mean, literally anything. I've, I have anything that I've ever taken has basically kept me up. I've never been one that needs to fall asleep. You like that? You like that kind of thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's sort of more my zone too. I, I like the, you know, <laughs> the, the, I'm, I'm, I'm OCD, so I like massaging that stuff. Okay, yeah. I time to have some fun, Drew. I, I got a great time to party, baby. I got a great idea, Drew. We do, I, I, we, we do, do one night do with Doctor Nadav, and then one night with Doctor. No, because Annie, I can't do it. Which one helps? It, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> there, be, there will be no illicit drug use. Okay, let's be super clear about this. It, it's not illicit. Everything I'm going to do is no. Gonna I be know. Above board. I know. You're, that's why I'm having this conversation with you. But we just went off the rail a bit with the, all the other stuff. So, all right. It'll be above board with any two. I right. think, oh, uh, by the way. Is, oh yeah. shit! Shit! I forgot to <laughs> tell you guys, and I forgot. <laughs> hang on. I've, I have other big news. I have other big news. I was doing an Instagram live last night, and Robert Paul Champagne came on my Instagram, and he asked to be. To, to be invited up to speak, I got him up and he did, then he declined. But then I said, you know, RPC, let, let me call you back or let's talk. And he, he goes, you can FaceTime me. And he put his number up on the Instagram live. You so know, I'm guessing everybody saw it. You know, I wrote it down. For, what? for a second, I was just like, yeah, you were probably talking to a parody account, but that does sound very much like Robert Paul Champagne. Yeah, it, he behaved like him. He, and he said, we'll FaceTime later, you know. Wait, you and, let him into the into the IG live, so it was face to face. I tried to, and he turned me down. He said, "No, no, no." I don't I'd want have to second guesses on this account. All right, all right. Hopefully, hopefully it's fake. But he put a number up. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but everybody has his number now. <laughs> I, 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 well, you mean before this Instagram? Well, then yeah, I thought because that, that was his thing. He's been putting yeah. his address. Well, that's what I said. That's what I thought. He, his deal is try it out, try it out. So I thought, oh, of course he'd put his number up. Of course. And you want to try it out? I, I, I'm going to call him. I, I, I <laughs> left it in my. I have a my own studio back in my house that I do a, a streaming show out of, and I mm -hmm. left the number in there, and I forgot to call him back. But I will do that. I will call him. Maybe uh, maybe on an upcoming streaming show. Take, check it out. Check sure. it out. Try it out, man. Uh, yeah, organized chaos. I love it. Baby. All right, let's get a uh, let's get a voice message in here. Hey, mommies. Uh, this is not a brown, yellow, or white. Forget question, it. Next next question. My neck throughout the day. If I turn it to the right really quick, it like pops and snaps, and it's like kind of a relief. It's not that it's necessarily uncomfortable, and I do slouch a bit. But what is it that actually causes something to yeah. like pop or crack right. or be able to crack your neck like this throughout the day? Right. Uh, keep them high and tight, unlike my neck, apparently. I like the way he like has to really enunciate high and tight. It's keep them high and tight. Um, all right. So here's the deal. Uh, all joints can crack like that. You have multiple different kinds of joints in your neck. You have discs. You have facets. And you have many different kinds of ligaments and tendons working, very complex structures to hold the spine together. And when you get inflammation, 
in those there's a little bit of almost air that develops in there and sort of when you you can either either it's a snapping of the tendons and the ligaments crossing each other or actually like they they've shown some sort of uh uh cine, cine, uh what do they call them um fluoroscopies of of uh hand joints of finger joints that they actually have a little bit of air in them that kind of pops out and so there's a lot of a lot of different it's fundamentally inflammation and your joints sort of being out of alignment and just getting inflamed and then you move them all of a sudden and that inflammation sort of slides one tendon across the other or ligaments across or whatever it is it's the soft tissue moving across each other oh. so yeah so it's, it's not air pockets there is air. I have seen the evidence of air in digits. I assume there can be some of that in any inflamed joint. I'm not quite sure where the air is coming from, however. So I, I'm no expert on this. So I'll defer to the, my orthopedic colleagues. But yeah. I have seen evidence in fluoroscopy of the fingers that there might be a little bit of air involved with it. I'm not quite sure where it comes from, though. And is it actually bad to do like all your... No, all it really isn't. Nah. I mean, think about the whole practice of chiropractic. I mean, they're cracking everything. I mean, that's they're they're sort of seeing it as their discipline, right? Uh, but isn't isn't chiropractic? Isn't that uh, uh what is it? Um, shit, what's that word? Um, not licensed. Well, no, it's licensed, it's but con- oh, it's, it's controversial. Controversial. It's controversial. Yeah, and, and but the point being is that they're not causing a you know horrible damage, or they wouldn't be able to do this. And I I don't know. Um, you know, it just, uh, it's, I would think of it less as something bad and more of a sign that you have a little inflammation in your joints. And if you do more stretching and pay more attention to your joints and, you know, give, treat them a little better, they're more likely to have less inflammation. Give me another voice message. Hey, Hitler. So hey. That's from Georgia. So, question is I was on the Nexonon implant birth control for three years. And I got it right after the very first time I had sex. So, mm. you know, anyway, it gave me the good old side effect of being dry up all the time and not really having an interest in sex. And, you know, I feel like this is not healthy for me. What should I do about that? I'm off of it now. I have the copper IUD, non-hormonal. But I, I want to be horny. I want to be horny again. Uh, love you guys. Let me know what I can do about this. Help me be horny. I'll talk to you later. Uh, we got to help help this young lady be horny, gentlemen. Come on now. Mm. Um, so here's the deal. This is a very common thing, and it's a, it's actually a kind of a serious thing that doctors do not make enough of, which is that for many women, the high potency progesterones, which is really what the predominant mechanism of our birth control, hormonal birth control these days, and the implanon, is is affects the sex drive, mood, and uh, ability to lubricate the vagina. And so these are these are problems, and they really affect women very negatively, and they don't counsel them that this is going to happen. Now, if you are somebody that is having this problem and you have a long-term device like the Implanon, which she has, or she had one of these implantable devices in, which is releasing hormones over three years, you, you could take it out, but you could also get an estrogen cream for the vagina to sort of hopefully get the lubrication up. You could take some estrogen maybe. You could take some testosterone. There's things you can do to add to what you're taking. You talk to your doctor about that. But fundamentally, be aware that if you're taking a hormonal contraceptive, this can happen. Now, here's the really serious part of this. Up to as many as 20% of women that have this side effect that this young lady has had will stay that way after the device or the hormone is removed. 
And she has told us that she had it removed, and now she has a copper I, copper T or something, an IUD that's just copper without hormone implantation or hormone impregnation like the um, Mirena or one of these things. And so very wisely, she got out from under all hormones. She should. We don't know how long she's been on the copper T or the copper 7 or whatever it is. Um, and she may still yet recover her sex drive, but she very much needs to talk to a doctor that has experience treating this. It can be treated. It can be improved. But some bioidentical hormones to try to adjust things to get you really back. And I will tell you also, not only does it affect your sex drive, your libido, it affects your mood. And women really, not enough is, women are not given enough um, assistance with this. And this applies also to perimenopausal, postmenopausal women. If you're in your even late 30s, you can start to have perimenopausal symptoms. Don't assume that every mood symptom is a depression. It often is the declining hormones, particularly testosterone. Gentlemen, did you know all that? I did not know all that, but I thought I did see a commercial about Viagra for women is kind of a thing now. No, this is no? not really what I know. So let's talk about that. So Viagra strictly affects the nitric oxide pathway, pathway. So it's called a PDE5 inhibitor. And it increases nitric oxide that un, essentially uncoils arteries in our penis. So more blood flows in. That's all it does. That is its one mechanism. And to some extent, it can do a little bit of increased blood flow in women, but it, do, it, it doesn't really, who cares? It doesn't affect libido. It doesn't affect orgasm. It doesn't affect anything else. Although men with a who have trouble with erections, who have a full erection, can sort of feel a little more satisfied. Oh. But, but for women, it doesn't do anything. Now, there was a, another product that was sort of being advocated, has no effect on men, that is being advocated for... Women, I've not been impressed with it at all. More the issue with women is issue of libido and orgasmic function, and that is hormonal. And that is, strictly speaking, something that should be addressed aggressively with hormone replacement if indeed the hormones are, are falling. And in this case, what happens is the actual estrogen progesterone receptors change, the configuration changes. There's a guy named Andrew Goldstein, if I remember right, that's a... Uh, a leader in this. He's in Washington, D.C. He has a clinic there. I forget his. I did a few podcasts with this guy, and he actually has uh, a thing where one day we'll be able to test for whether or not women have that particular estrogen receptor that's likely to have trouble if you um, use, oh, there's Reclaiming Desire. That is Dr. Nick, uh, uh, Andrew Goldstein. There it is. And so Andrew Goldstein is another writer. You can read his stuff called Reclaiming Desire, Four Keys to Finding Your Lost Libido. Good, excellent. Andrew Goldstein is a good resource. Also, look up uh, Dr. Donovitz, D-O-N-O-V-I-T-Z. He has a couple of books out. and we're, These are good. I'm glad we're giving these resources out. Uh, Me too. Institute for Hormonal, Hormonal Balance. That's him up there. Yep. Uh, up and look up books and things like that. BioT is his thing. Blah, blah, blah. Are there any books or anything? Bioidentical hormone replacement. These are all his clinics and stuff. But, he has some books also. So that website if came up pretty quickly. Resources, there you go. Mm, no. Forget All it. You just look PDFs up you can you can there. just go to yeah, you can just go to Amazon probably and find Dr. Donovan. Okay, so that's my primer on hormones and uh, women and that poor voice message lady. I mean, what should we call her? That poor listener. Um, she has a legitimate complaint and she needs to be taken very seriously. Give me the next voice message. 
Hey, Dr. Drew and the Booth Boys. A 32-year-old woman from Missouri wanted to call in and respond to last week's episode about one of my more peculiar kinks. My partner crying, like full-on sobbing, particularly the way it tastes. I am into BDSM and other kinks, but for this particular one, the catalyst doesn't matter. It can be mentally or physically induced, happy, sad, whatever. It's about the look and the sound and the taste. Um, nothing I can particularly pin it to in my teens, but it definitely caused some toxic relationship behavior when I was younger. Thankfully, things are better now, and my husband indulges me on special occasions. Try it out. Love you, mommies. Bye. I, I don't fully understand what she's talking about. Do you guys get it? I for, Yep. My okay. takeaway was <laughs> that she likes the taste of her te- of her partner's tears, but only if they're induced a certain way. So you're right. So it's he, and is it a he or a she? They didn't specify I think that, right? she likes to make her male partner cry. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so, Annie, go ahead well, and take over you, bef- from here, before you Before you clarify, <laughs> Annie, I do want to say something. She is her, She said something about not having had anything happen during her teens. <clears throat> Let me clarify this. It is the males that have a preference for what they see during the sort of 11 to 14-year-old window, maybe 12 to 14. The things that they see that are appealing become preferences during that time. That is not necessarily anything to do with kinks. That is just a visual sort of preference that males develop. Women don't, females, ex-females don't seem to do this. Everything else pertaining to kink seems to be things that happen much, much, much earlier. Things like foot fetishes, things like that. And so the crying fetish must have something to do. I would, my instinct immediately would go to, did you have a sibling and was there something crazy that happened, something intense and your sibling was crying? Something like that. It's usually an overwhelming emotional experience coupled with some stimuli under the age of five, that kind of thing. Not necessarily so. You, you Sometimes a cigar is just a good smoke. You may just be into certain things, that's fine. But you're sort of looking for, you know, trying to figure out why you developed certain preferences. That is sort of how that works. Now, Eddie, educate me. Let's go. <laughs> I don't even know if I have anything to educate. I mean, she was pretty clear about what she said. I just, you can ask Nadav, the minute she said, hey, Booth, like the way that she said that, instant. I was like, yep, this would work. This would work. So whatever she's about to say, I'm into it. And so, 100%. So, yeah, so whatever she would have you do, you'd be interested in. Like, I'm just saying that I knew that she was, whatever she was about to say was going to line up with whatever I would want. And <laughs> yeah, it, it's 100%. And, it, it, and, it, and basically, by the way, it's just, uh, it has nothing to do with the taste. It, it's about humiliation. She, uh, she's in humiliation. And uh, uh, you her, like her so, dominant. So is he, are you saying you share with her that desire or you would like to be partnered with her and be humiliated uh both both both. got it i'm i'm what is known in the bdsm community as a switch which means i can do either or i go both ways i got the dom i got the sub i got a little bit of a little bit of everything oh so so interesting and and what is the quality in the voice can you put a can you describe it i mean dominant It, it was immediately like she owned the that voicemail the minute she said hey <laughs> let's let's hear it again voice. let's hear it again yeah, just the beginning sentences hey dr drew and the booth boys a 32 year old woman from missouri wanted to call in and 
respond to last week's That's episode only about See, when I don't I hear it. Yeah, but but order. listen, listen, man. This, I don't hear it at all. What the I don't fuck either, are but, you but, hearing? But here's the deal. I guess it's just me. No, no, no. This is very important. This is this because because humans are perfect instruments, right? And, and when it comes to things like attraction. We know what we're attracted to, whether it's vocally or visually or something about the personality. And, and that's why we re, that's how we repeat traumas. I mean, I'm not saying you're repeating a trauma. What I'm saying is that's the same mechanism that has us repeating traumas. Oh, yeah, I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get back weird. into that if I could avoid it. But we, we traumatized. We worked you enough last couple of shows, Eddie. I'm trying to give you a break here. <laughs> but, uh, but you are the gift lie. that keeps on giving, my friend. <laughs> so, I don't know how to hold back, man. I just say what's on my mind. <laughs> God, I love you. I love you more every show. Um, just any? I've always loved you, Nadav. You're, you're, but any's my favorite. I'm sorry. I gotta have a favorite. I, and any, any, and I go deeper all the time, and so it's hard for me. I just go Let's deeper go. and deeper. I'll try and take that as well. Yeah, as I can. You, you know I love you. You, know I love you. But, 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 any and I started from okay and ended in a deep place, and we're going deeper all the time. So it, it's it, that stuff that I, I like is going deep. It's funny. I actually thought you didn't like me when, when you first met me. I thought for sure that you were not, you were not into. Me. You were like, dude, get away from me. Like no. the minute we met. No, it was so funny because. No. I, the the one time that I remember, I don't remember if I told you this or not, but the one time we met and you were going over schedules with Nadav. Yeah. And I was like, um, it was after my interview with you. So I was like, hey, uh, I tried something, something like the the Metamucil or whatever. Oh, yeah. And like um, it, it didn't really do anything for him. And you're like, yep, 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 yeah. It, I, sometimes it works, sometimes, you know, doesn't, uh, it is what it is. I'm just like, oh, okay. But but I realized later that when you're in work mode, you it, don't it was anything it, it was work mode and then also that's kind of doctor mode too. Because oh. you're asking me sort of a medical question like I did a treatment, it didn't work. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, it doesn't ah. always work. And, and so and so and I was in work mode at the same time. So I apologize if I was off putting. No, but, not, but, not uh, at but, all. but people I, give me, me I'll tell you what people give me sometimes, which I find weird. They will give me sort of they will accuse me of being um aloof or um what's a word when you're sort of think you know, too much of yourself. Distracted? Oh no, like like uh can't even think of the word in English. I've been you said too much about yourself. You're thinking uh, what, arrogant, like, arrogant, 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 oh, arrogant, wow. arrogant. arrogant. I'll get arrogant, and and I have the I'm the opposite. You know, I have low self esteem. I if anything, I'm uncomfortable and feeling less than. The, the idea that I, that somebody would see arrogance in that is is distorting for me. It's like hard for me to get my head around. I can see it because you're insanely educated and you're you're aggressive with your opinion. Like you're very strong well think, i, I will tell I mean. you what where it goes and i can see where this becomes a problem is i because i have low self-esteem i feel like if i understand this everybody should understand it because i understand it if oh. i understand it, everybody can understand it I and that's that. and that's not and that's not an empathic position right that is sort of a weirdly arrogant position and, and i try to avoid that if i possibly can but i apologize for being off-putting um i can understand why that would be the case no nah, um, don't worry about it i yeah. did think about jumping off the bridge but i did <laughs> so it, okay. but you but you're that. you're you're completely wrong uh i I, <laughs> I i didn't i did not like you i didn't there's nobody in this building that i did not like but but if i if um if anybody <laughs> to begin with i had to i had to figure out was uh potter I I because I, I, I couldn't I couldn't get get at him I couldn't figure out what, what I didn't know what his job was at first because he was sort of out there in the lobby all the time right mm -hmm. and and I I didn't know what my relationship was going to be with him I didn't understand him until we started doing stuff and then then it was all good 
So is that can you understand that or is that me again? No, I totally get you. Yeah, Jack, yeah. Potter is a is a specimen. Uh, he's <laughs> very he's very interesting to get used to. I fucking love the man. <laughs> me too. Me too. But if I but I but I just wasn't sure what what was going on. What 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 the nature of our relationship was supposed to be and what he wanted it to be. So little did I know I'd be sticking a Q-tip all the way up his asshole. So you know, or his second asshole, I should say, is what what that really was. Should, should we, do, you know, I wonder, should we revisit that video? Do people remember that experience? Uh, people got very upset when we showed it in one of the last few episodes. Why? They don't say. Why? Uh, they say it's much heavier than any heavy segment we've done during a live. And uh, honestly, I kind of have to agree with them. It's, uh, I mean, it, we're, we're showing an insane medical procedure. So what you're saying is we got to put that up on the next live show. We did or, show that on a live show. Okay, they forgotten about it. They need to. They need to. It's one had, of the few things that you could see on YouTube that's been on a live show. You know, wow, it's people are. I I thought this was a very. Uh, I, this, I thought the intestinal fortitude of this world of your mom's house was quite high. It's weird to me they draw the line at just popping a zit. Essentially, it was really well, not on, different. Hold than, on, hold it's on. not a lot different than what Doctor Pimple Popper does on TV. Uh, I very much disagree with you. It is very different because I've seen those videos and I'm like, okay, I could see how some people could jerk off to this. No one could jerk off to what you did to Potter, man. First of all, I never knew that anybody jerks off to the Pimple Popper stuff. I did not understand that, and I, I don't just, think they I do. just, throw I'm up just a, assuming. That. I'm just gonna vomit in my mouth right now. Um, what I'm talking about is a TV show where they work on gross dermatological problems. And a lot of it is essentially what I did with it. Just the problem with Potter's thing. It was so deep and so big and, uh, and he's still not done anything about it. I'm just, ugh. anyway, I'm very upset about that. Uh, give me another voice message, man. The hey, Dr. Drew, this is uh Bud Sanchez here. And, uh, just had a quick medical question for you. And I see if, uh, I can get any advice on this. Um, so every time I go take a shit, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, how long I, I stay on the toilet or anything. Uh, I basically experience the same thing as an earthquake, uh, you know, like an aftershock. Uh, you know, I go take a shit, you know, it could be like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, one of those kinds of deal, deals. And, uh, you know, I'll get off the toilet, I'll wipe thoroughly or I'll use the bidet, you know, wherever. It depends where I'm at. Uh but then I have to go back 10, 15 minutes later and just, I got to, you know, there's like leftover that just doesn't come out. Uh, you know, I don't really know what that is. I wonder if you could help me out. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I bet I'm coming up in May. Uh, piss on me, beat me. Uh, have a good day, man. Thank you, buddy. You know what this reminds me is that most people walk around in the world with weird preoccupations. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Things that are physically bothering them that they just, they don't tell anybody. And I feel so privileged that they come here to your mom's house to discuss these things that they've been hearing. And they're simple. They're not a big deal and they're not uncommon. This will probably get better with Metamucil, with uh, psyllium husk. That's what he needs, more bulk in his diet. And probably you're going to have to evacuate more frequently. That's my guess. When, that's when, right. when you get enough psyllium, and you're going to take a lot probably, that's what's kind of going to happen. You may need a stool softener also, colase, ducolase, excuse me, colase or surfact, something like that. Um, but uh, what's up, Annie? Is that okay? I do okay with that one. Annie, you're a special case because <laughs> he's just laughing at the name of Dukalax. is something that makes you go. Is a stimulant. I didn't mean to, it's Surfact or oh crap, Dukalax. 
Colace. Uh, Colace. Dokalax is not what you want. Colace. Dokalax may help him, but I wouldn't recommend that. Now, what's interesting, Drew, is that uh, I I have some advice for this guy also. I mean, I don't know if if we have similar body types. Yeah. But, um, you know, I I, I tend to overeat a little bit on the weekends. And uh, on Sunday, I had some that I've never had before. Ooh. And that's I took like five full shits in the in the span of like two hours. Slow clap, Annie. Let's give it to him. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I think I think he's adopting. Did you have to climb up on the toilet and do a gargoyle sit, or did you? No, no, no. I shit like a normal person. Like a, um, well, we found out that normal is as normal as we thought. Yeah. All, all the people that respond, all like of your mom's Western, house, like a Western, Western normal person. <laughs> Western. What, what, no, no, no. Western style. What are we going to call the gar- gargoyle style? Yeah, the gargoyle style. And then, how about the hovering? We found out there's people that kind of hover. Did you see yeah. that? Or I mean, that's part of gargoyle, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's the same that's thing. Yeah. Just not touching. Well, I think get, getting up on the seat rim is really an exceptional quality. But but what I'd say for what I'd say for this guy is that I think I think he's just possibly overeating but i but the bulking is definitely going to help yeah 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 uh overeating sure sure uh again but he's just talking about having a little bit of a remnant at the end and that's a function of what your bowel is kind of working on and pushing down and there's something called a mass movement which is just things get pushed through at the end and for whatever reason your body does it that way so and, and bulk will help bulk helps just about everything when it comes to our bowel function uh, not any, however, as we found out. Go, going back to the voice thing, I, I'm intrigued by that. The woman that uh, d- called in and any knew immediately his body reacted to the voice. Um, yeah, please, let's go back to her. Well, <laughs> <laughs> love it. And, and does she have to look a certain way or anything? Is it just just her style is what you what you're into? Yeah, I'm just picturing like yeah. the perfect, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. She she would. Yeah, sure. There's definitely some looking boxes she'd have to check, but okay. uh, that like voice and attitude gives her god it's so interesting that's a it's so subtle i i have a vocal trick i will have a few vocal tricks one i can tell when people were sexually abused in childhood uh i can just yep i can like women particularly i can tell by their voice right their voice kind of changed like it's at the same pitch as when they got exactly i I literally uh, for whatever reason i can close my eyes and imagine the age of the person speaking to me and i hear the age at which they were sexually abused. That's one of my vocal tricks that I have. Oh, I think Annie just had a revelation. What's up, buddy? Uh-oh. No, no. I'm just like, well, holy shit. What a, what a tell. I've yeah. never even thought of that. Yeah, Jesus. it's what, like, like Marilyn Monroe. That voice, I mean, that just said eight-year-old sexual abuse, maybe 10 to me. Just boom, done. That was it. Whoa. And, and, th- and that became this weird affectation that we celebrated in this country, which is insane. We've done so much insane shit in the last 70 years, it's really wild, particularly as it pertains to women and sexuality, and, and we're continuing to do weird stuff, but uh, it, it's not as though it's new. The other thing, this is something you guys will appreciate more. I, I've never really had to do much on uh, this show, but I can tell by talking to a woman if she's in that category of multi-orgasmic that can, in the W, it was a, it was a, a unicorn you were interested in finding. Mm-hmm. So if I hear that voice, I'll point it out to you, okay? Oh, no, 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 no. I think we're going to be sending you some DMs real soon. <laughs> you're going to tell us okay. which ones we need to okay. call. Yeah. Okay. Okay. D- dude, I don't think there's a single a, a, a single w- person in the studio that wouldn't be interested in okay, that. Okay, I have not... <laughs> I have not really heard one on this show, I don't think. I can't remember having heard one. Well, give, me, give me a couple of female voice messages. Let's see if something pops up. 
Uh, let me Can you see. pick them out that way? Uh, you know I prefer them. I, 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 oh, I, I know. Just because they're so <laughs> colorful. Not that I don't like you guys, the gentlemen that are sending us stuff. You guys are doing a great job. It's just the women add an, a cultural element that's always, not even a cultural element, a, a narrative element that's always more colorful. Men, uh, men were more like, I have a question, but, 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 but women have a story. Yeah, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing anything uh, in uh, in this group from uh, from people from chicks oh. that are coming too much. Uh, no, 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 not that. Just give me a woman, and I'll tell you if she's that. Oh, if, if she comes too much, I can tell you just when she said. Just much like Nadal, like Annie said when he when she said, "Hey, uh, hey, Hitler," he knew right then. I I can pretty much be similar in, in my detection device. All right, here All right. comes a female voicemail, and you tell us okay. how many times she could come. No, it's not like that. Hi, Hitler. I have a brown question. Um, why is it that sometimes, not like all the time, but when I take a shit, I take a brown, like why do I have to wipe the brown out of the very, very top of my butt crack? Like, shouldn't there just be brown around my butt hole? Why, like how is this happening? How is the brown getting all the way up my butt crack? Am I just having like, I don't know. What is the force of your butthole expelling brown? Like, I'm just very curious. This happens more than I like to admit, but let me know. Bye. So she comes a lot, huh? No, she's not one of those. She, she's a, more of an in-betweener. But but um, the the some people's anal verge is configured in such a way that the pressure you ever use the play-doh thing where you push play-doh out oh the spaghetti factory the thing? spaghetti factory yeah, yeah. and if you if you do the the tube or the star if you push under a lot of pressure you'll notice it will kind of go up a little bit and that's what's happening you're getting a little rooster tail action going the wrong direction again bulk metamucil that kind of thing will help stool softeners might help you again back to the surfactant and the cold lace um and uh maybe not pushing so hard uh, th this is a situation where the any position might actually help, but um, just not not or maybe like a squatty potty, squatty. I noticed there was a squatty potty. I I used Bert uh, Kreischer's uh, toilet one time in his bedroom. I noticed there was a squatty potty there, and uh, that can effectively do the same kind of thing. So see if that doesn't help. Give me one more, and then we'll go to. Right, yeah, videos. I'm going to give you another lady voicemail, and then you're going to tell us what your tips and tricks are for figuring it out. On how much uh, you have to hear it. You have to. I'll, I'll, when I hear it, I'll show you. I'll show it to you. Right, it, but there's got to be like a note. Is it like a C flat? Like what no, note it, are you it, trying it's, to? It's uh, a certain laugh and a certain. It almost sounds like somebody's tickling them all the time. That's the best way I can describe it to you. So wait a minute, Kelsey Cook is that is a, an example, right? Can we? Kel Kelsey to her was voice? not that. Kelsey, yeah, no? she was sort of that. She was no, sort she's of like that. super jovial. She, totally she was not. She, but she was a ten timer. She was not a forty timer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she could have, forty that, timer. That's more I like a se was. that's more like a sequential orgasm. That's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. I I'm betting that she's more like a five timer on average. It's a little different. It's a little different. Wait, let's see if there's anybody we've talked to that. Uh, there's a hold on. There's a five timer. There's a ten timer. There's a forty timer. There, there are some women that have orgasms the moment intercourse starts until it stops. They're just con constantly having. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah that that's that group, and, I mean, and that I, group. When you talk to them, because I've been at events and things where people have gone, "What's wrong? Women don't have orgasms. They don't. They haven't figured it out yet." And I go, "You, you have this quality where it's happened so so magically and constantly. You can't imagine not being able to figure it out." 
Um, but wouldn't that get painful? After? Yeah, it does. That's that's Come on, right? it, yeah. it does, and that's why they have to stop. Yeah, okay. That's okay. why that's why they stop. That's exactly hmm. right. Yeah, I don't even know if that would be fun. Then it, it's it, right. It could be it, a little it, trying. It'd be right? fun, but it'd be so short. Well, in the or, beginning, it'd be fun because you think right. you'd be the one doing it, and then once you like. Kind of slow shoulder, right. and she just oh god! Right, oh, you're like, right. I, you're I, like I, all right, we're done. I had one of these people. <laughs> I had one of these types tell me that that she could orgasm just by sitting on a cold black bathroom floor. That was sufficient to trigger orgasm. Yeah, I know. And so that's just some people are wired that way, and some you gotta you know work hard at it. It's just the way people are. Give me one more woman, and we'll go to some videos. Okay, let me know what you think about yeah. this one. Hey, Dr. Drew and the mommies. It's Rachel from California. I am a 26-year-old female. Um, I literally just sneezed and felt a, like, pressure pain sting in, like, my butt (laughs) crack. So it's not like my butthole or anything. It's, like, kind of above, like, where my butt crack starts. And it went away after, like, 45 seconds, but that was a very uh, interesting feeling and wondered if you could help me understand what the hell that was. Uh, Piss on me, beat me. That's it? No farewell? Okay. Yeah, that's it. So Um, she comes normal? So so pretty much. A couple things. I brought brought this up before. It's It's interesting how women say the word butthole. It's almost like... B-U-H-H-O-L-E, butthole. It's very interesting. They, they have a certain a certain ring. They, they can't quite say it without that affectation, which is butthole. Right, exactly. Uh, number one. Number two, um, she's probably... I, for, number two, I can't tell if she likes it or dislikes it, right? Could you guys tell? I don't think she liked it. I don't think she liked it either. But, uh, and it's really she's just talking about the pubococcygeus muscle again, which can spasm and it's uncomfortable and, and it can go all the way up to the coccyx, which is above the butthole there. And uh, can be this sort of the hammock the, that the pelvic floor is under can spasm and feel kind of viscerally uncomfortable. Men get this more commonly. Um, and so I'm sure men have had that. Uh, you know, many of my guys are listening. I like today. Today has been like an f- old fashioned love line show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's bring it back to your mom's house. With, uh, uh, wait, hold on. I actually had a follow up, uh, 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 question on the sneezing thing. Oh yeah. So she's saying that she gets, uh, like a pain at the top of her ass. One she time sneezes. she got it one time. She wondered what it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, remember how I told you if I have multiple sneezes, my appendages kind of go a little numb. Yes. Is that the same? No. You're right. you're you're talking about from kind of bearing down. It's your heart rate slows, and you can sort of get numbness and tingling in your in your tight hands. That's almost passing out. This is a muscle spasm, and she probably just clamped everything gotcha. down while she was sneezing. So, uh, oh, so many interesting videos up there. Jail makeup tutorial. It's one that caught my eye early. I wanted to see that one. All right, here we go. Yeah. Okay, so here we are, nice and tired looking with all of my bags, and I'm good and broke out, which is about how I would look if I was in the county jail right now. This is what we would do. Now, I would take the sink and take some powder, okay, and then some instant coffee. Now, the instant coffee is dark and it's powdery, so if you mix it with the powder and you get the color that you want, you can make a powder for your face. Now, she's sort of cracking her own shit up, right? It's like it's like she's telling a joke and can't not laugh. No, no, you no, see no, that? 
No, 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 no. I think she's been to jail, and she's telling I, you. I, I she... think she might have been, too, but she's still crying. Does it keep going? Yup. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so I'm going to get lucky today and actually get to use a mirror to do this, but like I said, in the county jail, there, there are no mirrors. It's just a reflection pan. I'm not telling y'all it's going to look good. I'm just telling y'all this is what we did. Reflection pan. Nine times out of ten is we would do our makeup, we'd go to court, and we'd see our reflection in like a real reflection of a window or in the truck, the van that they put you in, and then we would, I would personally be mortified. <laughs> so, Annie, is she one of yours? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is she one of your, uh, not your type? Mm, no? Uh, no, okay. I don't think okay. so. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Probably, maybe. Any, I don't know. Do we have a vote of what she's in? was in prison for in jail? Um, well, I mean, she's out of jail now. I know, but what would she... This seems She seems smart and well put together, Drugs. sort of. Yeah, that's what I think, too. So some, some substance-related stuff. But she doesn't seem using right now. She seems sort of sobery. Okay. Then I would take a toothbrush uh -oh. and I would comb out my eyebrows... The toothbrushes in there are nowhere, and then I got this from the dollar store for a dollar, okay? The <laughs> toothbrushes in there are nowhere near as nice as this. So they, the bristles on them are very soft. You know, like when you brush your teeth, you feel like you're basically brushing them with your fingers, and it doesn't matter who you are in there. Your breath always stinks because the toothbrushes don't work. Well, good for her. I'm learning okay, a lot. Okay, now I'm going to make eyeshadow, oh and with God. eyeshadow, we would take deodorant oh and a magazine. Oh my god. And rub it really good on the color that you want. Oh my god. Now I'm gonna take my finger. So interesting. And just get some of that color. Wow. I mean, if you wonder, you know, women in makeup, holy shit, look at the lengths they'll go. Yeah. So interesting. As a male, it's like, wow, where what is that motivational system? Woo! Good for that. Now for eyeliner, oh I still cannot believe that we did this because uh -oh. I don't know how lead poisoning works with being that close uh -oh. to your eye, but uh -oh. we would take a little Vaseline now. Uh -oh. So we would put the Vaseline on the cement walls oh. and then we would take a pencil, oh, that's make a dark colored paste with the pencil. See the dark colored paste that yeah. we can use for like a liquid eyeliner now. Oh my God. <gasps> wow. Let's graphite. It's not really lead. So that's good. Well, man. Woo! Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, Christina loves these jail trips. They are fantastic. Mm -hmm. What what is she? What is she? What kind of wisdom does she impart? When I mean, does she think, oh, I could survive in jail? This is fascinating that we women have figured this out. Or is she? No, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Christina, Christina, um, uh, really prioritizes uh, what's it called? Resiliency. Yeah, yeah, Being yeah. put in a situation that sucks and making the yeah, best of it. Yeah, that's what she's most attracted to. Yes, I'm totally into this. I for this not so much that as much as my God the the uh, the the resourcefulness and then the motivation the motivation to to make up the face is just uh, sort of mind blowing to me as a male. Is there more? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna do a little blush because we need to add a little bit of you know color to this face. Oh, more of the Here's more of the deodorant. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. She's like uh huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, she fancy. <laughs> She's fantastic. Now we're gonna okay. do lashes. So you guys, for lashes, we're going to use coffee again. You know how I get. I want to talk to her. Water. I want to talk to this one. I'm gonna use the bottom of this. I'm gonna do it just like I would do in jail. How I would do it in jail was I would take a toothbrush, put the paste on there. Oh, God bless, guys. 
Oh, she's using it's it's oh my god. <laughs> it's mascara. Is that the fuck full? Is she's snapping right now. Come on, uh, jeez. She's fantastic. Is she's that it? it? Are we done? We got one more okay. trick for okay. lipstick. Yeah, I was gonna say we got to get the lips. Okay. okay. Typically, I would use Kool Aid or something like that in oh, order yeah. to make lipstick, but I'm gonna use a Dorito. <sighs> oh my god, it's fantastic. <sighs> Gross. Gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well. Oh, and then a little more of that that uh, graphite. <laughs> Oh, I'm cute. <laughs> oh, I, I just, I, I feel like I've watched like a performance, like a great musician or something. Yeah, this shit's wild. Yeah. Dude. Oh my god. I, I, I am... never, I never thought I'd be interested in a makeup tutorial. No, me neither. And all the, I mean, all those ones on TikTok and stuff that are, you know, sort of interesting and wild, but nothing compares to this. All right. Oh, I'm cute. <laughs> Yes, yes, you are. Uh, Garth wants to kill someone, everybody. I got a couple. I want a couple Garth updates here. Yeah. All right. So we, yeah, but right. you tell us what you think. Uh oh. Is is if, so, he, if he's a bigger psychopath than anyone that you administered the test so, on. Here so recently. I was I was uh, in, in Nashville during his uh, stadium uh, show that got canceled. I got stuck in that storm. So um, I feel a, a kindred spirit with him. Go ahead. Now, I know you have, uh, I think, a role in Nashville Beat. Right. We're going to show a clip in a minute, but have you thought about expanding that and going on to the movies, maybe be a cowboy? Yeah, I told them if they ever need somebody to be a bad guy, which is weird, I'd love to be a bad oh, guy. No, you don't want to be a bad no. guy, no. I mean, you look like a good guy, you know? Okay, I guess. I'd, I'd rather kill somebody. Oh, you would? <laughs> That'd be fun. This is that same weird, spooky quality he's got. The old Uncanny Valley type deal? Yeah, <laughs> it is Uncanny Valley. My my God, it's it like, is. I'd love to kill someone only in the movies, though. But but it's um <laughs> like I'd like to play a bad guy in a film, too, just because I would like to have people go, oh, my God, did you see who that was? You know what I mean? I like to just sort of sort of impress with counter type sort of behavior. But he's not saying that's so contrary to who I am. He's saying that's what I'd like to do. And then when and then when sort of sort of confronted with the fact that he looks good, like a good guy, he gets sort of weirdly distant, right? The weird like the uncanny valley part where it's like a robot's answering. Right. Like you're seeing like his true emotion when he's saying, Oh yeah, I'd love to kill someone. Yeah, but, see, like, but the, you know, the true know, emotion <laughs> it kind of a little bit felt like the floor dropped out. You know what I mean? Like there was like no emotion, like this weird sort of totally felt it. Like like some like they didn't understand him. Yes. Like, don't, yeah. Don't, I don't know what you think you know. And and that's the robot part. It it sort of seemed empty and like, whoa, this uh, this like if if here's what he should play as a character on Westworld. You know what I mean? A robot. He'd be perfect. Couldn't I, agree more. I, I agree with you, Nadav. This uncanny valley thing. I don't know what this is. Here, let's try. Let, let's watch this again yeah. and see if we could pinpoint how, where how he long realizes that this he said too much. But this, by the way, it looks like something from like the eighties. When when was the, when yeah. was it? Was the eighties? Um, I mean, this this was a super long time. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not sure. Everybody sort of done up like the eighties. Okay, go. Now I know you have, uh, I think, a role in Nashville Beat. Right. We're gonna show a clip in a minute. But have you thought about expanding that and going on to the movies? Maybe be a cowboy? Yeah, I told them if they ever need somebody to be a bad guy, which is weird. I'd love to be a bad oh, guy. No, you don't want to be a bad no. guy, no. I mean, you look like a good guy, you know? Okay, yes, I'd, I'd rather kill somebody. Oh, you are? <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, he he looks off into the distance, and then he had a little moment there where they went, oh, no, and he was like, oh, they see me. They see me, oh, shit. You know, like, oh, no, oh, yes, oh, no, look at that. Whoa. 
He's like, oh, that was a bad thing to say? Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, exactly. And exactly. Holy crap. Dude, do I need to pull the curtain back? This is getting weirder all the time. All right, now there's a, we have another video of, with him, right? God, I'm, I was, yeah. I've not been interested in the Garth stuff until this. I don't know why this is hooking me. All right, give me the update. All Garth right. update, Nash, Nashville Stadium. Yeah, so this is just him uh, trying to be human still. <laughs> Humanoid, okay. Hey, everybody, Garth Brooks here. And the Garth Brooks Stadium Show is coming home to Nashville. On sale happens in seven minutes. Swipe up. The whispering thing is sort of weird. He looks more um, present here than he did back in those old ones, right? Uh, you know what it is? He's probably had more coaching in the 30 years between this clip and the one that we just saw. For, for sure. He, he knows what his job is here. He's got to promote, right? And uh, Yeah, the swipe up thing is a weird choice. The ASMR type swipe up. Ooh, whoa. When you, do, when you isolate it like that, it's, it's wild. Can you? I hate to do this to you. I know you guys are just a, a duo in there today. But it, it, can you give me any more Garth stuff? Is there any Garth stuff handy? I'm suddenly intrigued. I, I've not really been you know, part of the, the whole Garth thing. Can we do it next show, maybe? Well, I'm actually, I'm glad that you said what you said when you said it because we have a bunch ready for you. Okay, all right. We're going to go down a little Garth rabbit hole here because I, I've, I've been woefully, if you notice, uh, if you notice whenever Tom and Christina brought this up, I've been like, I don't know, I don't know. Because I couldn't tell what was going on. Now I'm like, I'm in. I, I, he's, he's a Westworld robot, I've decided. That's what this is. All right, go. All right, so this is the video that uh, initially spurred us onto how insane he is. Yeah. This yeah. is his first social media post that he okay, did. Okay, okay. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like that. Ooh. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case, hotel room. When I think about things I want to post, I want to post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. This is just who I am. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So that's his first social media post. Uh Uh-oh. A little bit more coaching between this one and uh, the fresh one that we had just Yeah, seen. or like somebody going, don't do that. Jesus, take that. You need to run this by a team before you post take this shit, his stuff Darth. down. What is What are we seeing here? My, my, every sort of alarm in my head goes, it must be substance related because it's like he's hiding something. You think so? I, I don't know. I don't know what's you know, going on. But I, I remember you saying one time we showed we showed you a video a while ago where you you were saying like, oh, the rosy cheeks and just the the inflammation in alcohol. his face, yeah, right? alcohol. alcoholism. Yeah, so, something like that. It's got to be because why would he be doing this otherwise? Unless it's not the flat stuff that, of somebody covering a psychosis. It, it's it's different. What if he's just autistic? Isn't doesn't mm-hmm. autistic don't autistic people n- like speak? Very differently. Yeah, but they, but he's you know got eye contact, even though it's with the camera and stuff. It's just a lot of the TikTok stuff is sort of more in that zone, and this this doesn't have that quality to it. Whew, I cannot figure it out. Well, we it just feels like hiding. It feel, hiding is the word that comes to mind because. Uh, go ahead, give me another one. Yeah, we got a couple more. Right. Here, here's a folder we have called <laughs> Garth tries to human. Oh my God. 
This poor guy. I feel bad for this hey, guy. Everybody, Garth Brooks here okay. in iconic Notre Dame locker room. This is where the players go out to take the field every Saturday. This is where all our players are getting ready to take the field for this concert. So tonight, the Fighting Irish, they're going to become the Singing Irish. This is going to be good. Yeah, it's all the same quality. Give me another one. Oof. He's trying. We're at Notre Dame. Don't miss it. Only CBS. Well, that was more like that. To me, reminds me of the stadium video again. You know what I mean? Like he can right. do a promotional thing. Do they have anything? Is there anything where he's interacting with other people? We can see him, you know, in in his natural habitat. Do we have it? his Netflix stuff? Like backstage or anything? Or oh yeah, here you know okay. what? Yeah yeah yeah. Here, right, I okay. got some stuff for you. Okay. So I think this is from his uh, Netflix Th- document. This makes me uncomfortable. I because I feel like I'm. You're not alone, Drew. Yeah, I'd be worried yeah. if it didn't. Okay. All right. The way Uh-oh. you shake a man's hand Uh-oh. determines at that spot how interested you really are to be there. Not a death grip handshake, a sincere handshake. Okay, you see, you see, so this is the Uncanny Valley stuff again. Yeah, he's crying. Like he's, he's, is he crying? He's, he's definitely got a glisten in his eyes. Well, he's behaving in the way a human's supposed to behave, except it's disconnected from the usual things that humans use to behave a certain way. So it's, it's like he's now. So there's mi- multiple possibilities here, right? So one possibility is that he's hiding something and he's just ashamed and sort of, you know, that shame is causing him to sort of now, act a certain way rather than be hi- a certain way. The hiding. Do you think that it's uh, that it could only be like a substance abuse that he's hiding? No, or, no, or no maybe you're not. You're a, not a series of murders. That he's well, you're, you're not done yet. Well, I'm not done yet. So one is that he's he's ashamed and, and had some. Well, had some trauma or something, and he can't discon- can't connect in any real way. So he just pays the way he's supposed to behave. The other is that he's had a, a sub- he's substance use, and again, he's just ashamed and hiding. The other is he's a sociopath and uh, or a psychopath actually, and just behaving in a way that he thinks humans are supposed to behave. I hope it is not the latter, and that's what you guys are all sort of. He's picking up on, right? Because that's why you keep saying there are murders, there's bodies buried somewhere. That's that feeling. Because that's psychopaths actually don't have emotions, right? They learn how people behave around emotions. They learn what emotions are, and then they try to present them as a way of sort of interacting in the world. But they don't really have emotions. But they usually are more persuasive than this. You know? Mm. This is pretty empty. But I understand it is the uncanny valley stuff. It's like a robot that makes us feel like, whoa, recoil, recoil, recoil. So I, I feel bad for him. I feel uncomfortable having this analysis. Something is dreadfully wrong, and, and I'm sure he feels it. I, I hope he is better now or he's maybe getting some treatment or whatever. Who is he married to again? Trisha Yearwood. Is, are, is she okay? I mean... Are, are they, do they have any stories about trouble? I mean, she him? seems more normal than him. I think I remember seeing some sort of article that they were debating separating or something uh, like that. Uh-huh. There, there might be trouble in paradise. But, but, but again, I'm that can just be the, that. you know, being out on the road and stuff too much. So who knows? All right. Well, uh, let's see. Do we have any TikToks to wash uh, wash away our fears? So do you want TikToks to wash away your fears yeah, yeah. or more Garth clips? Oh, my God. I've seen enough Garth. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, I am, though, in the game with Garth more than I was before. I feel bad about it as I, well, okay. So he, he, so, so everything in your mom's house for me that, that goes on starts with me feeling bad, right? So I know that I'll have more to say about this in the future. 
Uh, I'm not ashamed the way I normally I am about some of the, your mom's house content. You notice I didn't cover my face. Uh, I feel bad for Garth, but me feeling bad means there's more to be had in the future. So in the future, we'll do a little more Garth, and I'm more interested. But I don't want to go talk to Garth. You understand? You know how, Annie, we started this show talking about how you're – you hear somebody's voice and you have a certain reaction and that's a perfect instrument. My desire to go talk to somebody is kind of a, a perfect instrument too. Like I want to go talk to that chick that does the makeup tutorial. I want to know more about her. I don't need to know more about Garth. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. And so it's just a, it's a difference of um, somebody being a very interesting human being like RPC versus somebody being a certain kind of human being that I don't really want to deal with. Don't want to do more with. Right, you know just, who's gonna you know who's gonna flow with you and who not just flow with me, but also be more intriguing and have more more to be revealed and more to their story, and there'll be multiple layers and interesting things. I, I don't I don't I don't see that with old Garth. I don't see it. Uh, TikTok, please. Oh my God! Why? What's behind him? What's up there? The Last Supper is above him. Oh my God! Is that is that some fetish or something he's playing to? I got no idea what the fuck this he has. Is the, <laughs> he has Da Vinci's Last Supper over his head with playing cards stuffed into the uh, the frame. Is that what I'm seeing? Oh, it, it looks like religious, like religious cards. Like he thinks he collected at church. Okay, like these. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and now he's got tape over his mouth and is stroking his neck. I, I, Say no evil, neck no evil. I'm a little weirded out. I am a little weirded out. Don't need to talk to this guy. I think it's a sexual. I thing. think you're right. He's I whole, think, this is this really is his version of for queen kings and queens above eighteen that like this. <laughs> Next, got no time. Oh, with all the, oh. I love that. Is that a male or female? That's a dude. That's a dude. I think. Uh, right? Quite a performance. I don't know. Uh, oh, true. I don't know what he identifies as. Yeah, well, I mean, what, <laughs> what is his biological what they identify sex? As, I, the biological sex is hard to determine here. Um, but uh, yeah, good. I, I'm okay. I feel better. Give me another one. Oh, oh I saw this. Did, is he peeing? Did he, did he just lose money? No, he's on a leash. Oh. He's on a leash, and he's a dog, and he's just waiting uh, for his oh master to be done. Oh, my God. And who's the do? master? That chick in the green pants? Uh-huh. Oh, Annie. Did we... We just keep on peeling the layers back. Uh, <laughs> did did, uh, did, th did did we did we hear a video? Did we hear a voice message from that young lady earlier? Do you think? I we, hope was so. She pretty yeah. That's <laughs> no, what I, I thought. That's what she looks like. <laughs> and and is there anything I need to know about her? You know, to, that I can identify not just from her voice, but like with how she has her hair done up in a bun or the the bright colors or anything to to know there. Mm, high heels, high heels. Yeah, it's the high heels. Maybe the way that she's standing. Yeah, she's standing like. You know, she ain't, she ain't leaning on nothing. She's very like, I own this table. I, I guess I don't know. I, I I wouldn't say as as sure as the voice, but you know yeah, what's interesting vibes. too to me is that is that I I understand the appeal of dominant women. I get that, 
And and women that are you have one by the way. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What oh, the fuck? Kidding oh, me? Oh, I did not know. I was sure. You on. didn't know. You don't think Susan's dominant? Uh, she not the way not the way Annie's sort of like. So she's not over the top with that stuff. But interesting. I'll have to I'll have to if I I trust Annie's instincts. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do a little exploration that maybe we could sort of discuss more where my mom's at when uh, mm. when when it comes due. Because uh, okay, I mean, let's be real. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's be real. Keep going. True. Keep going. Come on, you're submissive as fuck. <laughs> you know totally we go submissive. We go back and forth. Oh well, I don't mean with her. I don't know what y'all do. I'm just saying that, like, generally speaking, at least in this environment, you're very submissive. Like, you're down to do whatever. You you are enjoy like all of the themes that we bring, and you want to like include yourself in it. Remember, remember when way back I was like, I think uh, when Christina. Oh, you brought up the pissing in your in your. Yes, yes, thing. the diaper thing. The yeah, diaper yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, I'm like, I think I get why you keep bringing it up or why it keeps, like, bugging you. And it's because you like it. That's what I said. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so it might not be that you necessarily like it, but I think that you like, like, putting yourself out there and, and being told, like, what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like being put in that situation where someone else can direct you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, but I, but it doesn't have a. I, I get what you're saying. It doesn't have a sexual overtone for me though. Hmm. Uh, but I find that. Well, let's uh, let's get more into that. I'm going to write hmm. this down as a topic for exploration. So my, so it's it's because you're you've got a keen eye, right? So I want to I want you to help me now in the next show. Uh, my no submissiveness, we're going to call it. That's that's how I've always thought. Yeah. I, all right, I, I, I'm in, and uh, we'll talk about it on the next show. Oh shit! Thank you. <laughs> no, it's you. It's it's my turn to be uh, on on the uh, examining table. Um, all right, we got a lot more to talk about next show, so to, don't forget to check that out. And again, the voice messages at eight one eight two five three one six nine three and Doctor F Dark Gmail dot com, and uh, the merch is coming soon. Everybody, we'll have more to say on the next show, so we'll see you there. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.